It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. Ooh. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. Ooh. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants. What is going on? And welcome to this week's Purple Pants Podcast, Real Housewives of Potomac Recap, episode 339, First Come, First Served. I serve as your humble and oh-so-gracious host, Bryce Isaiah, and I thank you so much for checking out this week's Real Housewives of Potomac Recap. If you could be so kind to ensure you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can find podcasts, the Purple Pants Podcast awaits for you to subscribe and as always with your real housewives of potomac coverage you can watch this audio podcast on video just head over to the bryce isaiah youtube channel click subscribe give this video a thumbs up and let us know in the comments what you think jatia and i are back Breaking Down Season 8, Episode 11 of Real Housewives of Potomac. We are getting in to the new athleisure line, GNA. We are headed up to Surrey County with Karen and breaking ground at her grandmother's house. And we are getting into the NECA versus Wendy this episode. So we're giving you all the tea. So listen, let's get into this week's Purple Pants Podcast coverage of Potomac. It's a man who... It's a menu, meat and potatoes like we're cooking up a great stew. It's a man who, it's a menu, meat and potatoes like we're cooking up a great stew. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to your Purple Pants Podcast coverage of the Real Housewives of Potomac Season 8, Episode 11. First come, first served. I am joined by my nuclear engineer, my Kagiyan sister, Dr. Jatia Hart Taylor. Welcome Yay! back. So excited to be here. Very interesting. It's a I feel like this is a positioning episode. Yeah. I think uh, you know, we draw in the line in the sands of different things. We're and skipping it's- from point A to step Z, you know, as uh people are talking about. But we'll get to that later. We absolutely are. I think some of my Potomac uh, outside tea finally coincides with the tea of the actual show. So instead of giving it to you up front in the episode, I'll give it to you when it coincides with our breakdown. But we are on episode 11. Oh, my God, y'all. Somebody please tell him that it was a good thing because, like, he be scouring the Internet. I Listen, I don't scour anything. I just, it comes. You're scouring. It it's comes like you got a real old hat in your page. hand. This is Cinderella, okay? You're like, oh, I have to scour. I have to find, oh. So, just saying, I'm glad it worked out for you, friends. Thank you, friends. You know, it comes on my For You page, friends, and I send it to you, and that's where it goes. So, we kick off episode 11. 
And this is how I know we are getting to the end of this season because the drama that came to my For You page this summer of the bra in Potomac, I do know happens at GNA, which is Giselle and Ashley's athleisure brand. Their launch party is the Royal Rumble. And so on this episode, it kind of sort of opens up with Ashley and Giselle talking about their GNA brand. And so if they're talking about their GNA brand, that must mean the launch party a.k.a. the season finale, is around the corner. Yes. Uh, so the athleisure brand is a little bit of Fenty. Um, and I forgot the other one they said. Lululemon. They okay, I was about to say, they have me at Fenty. So um, it has, you know, trying to be cute, but still work out. Um, it seems like some of them might fish, uh, feature like a, a camel toe pad in the front, um, which I was like, oh, okay. There were a lot of talk about uh, crotch sweat here. Yeah. So yeah. I thought that was very interesting. Very honest about how women's bodies change after children. And I guess, you know, sometimes it get floppy and sweaty and oh. you need some athleisure to support it. After you had your two children, did your crotch sweat? Um, It was sweating before. So, oh, okay. I mean, if you're getting into it good, I don't know if I feel like I need a whole pad to catch it you know just make it like oh. it, i don't know it wasn't it wasn't flop sweat though she sounded okay. like she had some flop sweat going on so you know i'm glad you know she representing for all the you know fat camel girls okay listen ain't nothing wrong with a little camel toe sometimes i got a little camel toe in my little jeans and listen it brings it brings all the boys to the yard ashley Clear. opens up to us about how her back and forth of not wanting to divorce Michael. We know that a big part of why she does not want to divorce Michael is because she wants that financial hold. You know, she didn't really save correctly when she was married to him. And so GNA, Giselle and Ashley, this athleisure brand is a part of her being independent and making some money. And, you know, listen, I'm all for black women entrepreneurship. I love to see it. I I'm, I'm love to see her being honest that she'd like to be in a kept woman. Flashback to Oz, you know, R.I.P. Oz restaurant, you know, where they were saying, I heard they were serving kangaroo. Kangaroo. Just, like, I didn't make that up. Mm -hmm. um, Whenever I think of Oz, I always think of when Giselle and Robin pull up, up on Oz or Ashley and Robin. Yes. Robin was, I was like, how do they, this is okay that they just roll up on somebody at their place? We're going to roll up on her. I mean, and they went like ham. So, Glad those days are over. I didn't like when Robin, Robin was seemed like a, you know, a very much so of the a bully of the group and Giselle's like hench woman. So I'm glad, you know, that is over and everybody is friends. I don't know if I could have came back from that. Y'all rolled it up on me in my place where I make my money trying to get where it. Where Michael makes his money. Yes, where I make my money. is Where well, Michael you know. makes his money and divvies out the allowances. Correct. Uh, anyway. I'm glad to see it. I will probably <clears throat> find some GNA. I will tell you that. I was just talking with a girlfriend about, oh, I, I could use some Fenty. So maybe GNA is the move. We'll see. I, oh. I love I love to see a housewife business. I'm, I'm for it. Make your money. Oh, yes. Well, I'm going to have to check out and go online and see if it's available yet. But, you know, in true Potomac fashion, I feel like you bought me my first... Uh, La Dame. Yes. Okay. We support the businesses. Um, Let me act like I'm an influencer. Uh, and you know, I tap got the bottle. You, tap the bottle. You got to tap oh, you the gotta, bottle so they can hear it. 
Thank you. Okay. And mind you, here's the thing. So Ladam is my airport scent, right? I put bring this on my carry-on. So when I sit down, you know, sometimes the planes be a little funky. So I always like to, you know, rub on my Ladam. And, you know, so we've ported, we have supported Ladam. I have purchased uh, embellished for yes, just Oh, and it was really nice. It was a satin line cap. It was actually, I liked it. Um, reasonably shady. We've supported that, right? Yes. Well, they will be coming to Philly this week. And so I haven't decided if I'm going to go or not, but uh, more than likely, I probably will go. So, yeah, you know, I've, I've seen Send Karen in person. You take with, uh, with Gisela and Rock. And okay, so you can be the so, yeah, Well, I mean, the issue is here's the issue, right? I do want to go, and it could be an early birthday present to myself, but. I want to, I want the VIP. I want to like meet them. And it's $150. Come on now. You done spent more than that on brunch, boo. Come on. Be honest. So, I mean, be honest with yourself. So yeah. And I, I mean, I've seen Karen live in person. So yeah, you know, we support the housewives. And speaking of Karen, uh, she has purchased. Wait, her. when is your birthday again? You know, I can't remember dates. I only remember two birthdays, my kids, but what's your, it, what's your, it's, it is, uh, in February, uh, Around the the end of the month. Okay. Well, we'll see. Let's see if we can we can bless up and get you that honey fifty ticket. <laughs> so yeah. So you don't want to support my girls. So Karen again has purchased her grandmother's her home. Her home. Her home. Okay. Okay. Ooh. She's purchased her grandmother's home in Surrey County, um, and she really wants to take the ladies there. Uh, and again, I support this, and especially when we get into when she gets there. Um, uh, so Karen is kind of like figuring that all out. She wants to bring some of the ladies, but she doesn't really have insurance liability. We right. Talked about that last week, but mind you, the more and more this episode goes on, I am actually thinking that that actually might be a real thing that she is not actually playing about. Uh, I don't about think she's she's kidding about that. You know, something happens, but I just think it's funny. You know, it's, it's an insurance scam and there's a fishbowl involved. Um, so, you know, you know, it's going to be good. But it's, it's really amazing because she's trying to create a legacy on the land that her family was enslaved on. That, now so that's I love the, it. I can't wait to hear it. That's the and, part that really gets me, like, you know, yeah. uh, and then again, throughout the episode, I guess we can kind of sort of jump around, uh, you know, we talk about when her and her daughter got their DNA and how they are a percentage Caucasian. And then they were talking about their family tree and how Karen's great, great grandmother, uh, her children were half white. And so they believe that the slave owner and her great, great grandmother. And then there's even a question of where Karen acts like. Do you think it was consensual? Um, and yeah, I, but even by definition, right? Even if, am I now this is off topic? But by definition, right? I don't think that it could be. It can be consensual, right? Like there's the, a power dynamic that is not the same. Yeah. So by sheer definition, it couldn't even be uh, consensual. But that like really was just really interesting to me to just see that like, you know, it's 2024 and here Karen is in her 60s and she is like two generations removed from slavery. And just to think that she's only two generations removed and she's able right, to buy that. Two generations well, I mean, but it's, it's her, her great. It's Great grandmother. That's like four or five. Oh, okay. I thought, <laughs> okay. I thought the great. You know what? To be honest, I thought about it. So, um, so if it was her mother, that'd be one generation. If it was her grandmother, that'd be two. Great grandmother's three. Great great is four. So four. 
Look oh. at that. Doing this math. I'm bringing y'all math up in here. Okay. So four generations away from, four or five generations away from slavery. But um, see, I, I still stick with my two, though, right? Because I feel like, now, let, let understand my math. Because I feel like Karen was alive when her grandmother was alive, right? So I feel like that generation is still kind of like, she got to see it and was around for that. So the great, great, she might not have been. So that's why I say like just two generations away from. I hear, I hear, I hear your thinking. The math, no, but I hear your thinking. So yeah, I hear it. I, I get it. Okay. And then we have Mia and Rob in this episode. They go to a salt sanctuary. I also, I want to say, was it the ladies of Housewives of Salt Lake City? Or I want to say it was like the ladies of uh, New Jersey. I've seen this salt sanctuary. Right. I want to go to one. I Googled one. um, And there is one in Philadelphia. uh, Actually, not that far from my house, but it also is a bad house. They upgraded the lawn chairs, though. I was not, I was not impressed. I was like, it's literally just a, a lawn chair. And then they had the nerd to be like, woo! Like when it went back, that's what lawn chairs do. Well, I thought it was a beach chair, but Whatever. I love the salt sanctuary. Mia and Robin are really talking about the last time that they got together at the cooking class. Robin is saying that they're not really in therapy. They don't need therapy because the issue isn't between really them. The issue is between outside parties. And you know, I love my girl Robin, but I think the outside parties are a huge factor into you and your partner. But listen, if it works for you, we love it. I think that Mia then also kind of like brings up this her and her husband issue and how she almost went to divorce and like, you know, an attorney. Mia is teasing us this. She is teasing us this divorce of her and Gordon. Um, And I mean, I don't love it. We, I mean, I think, you know, Okay, I like Gordon. Okay, that I like I, Gordon too. Gordon, um, you know, is a fun guy. This is the thing I like about Gordon. Gordon A is messy. Love that. Gordon's messy. Gordon is okay with getting loose and being messy. But you know, the other thing I like about Gordon, Gordon is also very open to apologizing. Yeah, he's so uh, I love that. Like, I love it. You come, you get messy, you like what? Hey, sorry. He is, uh, Let's go to the next messy part. You know, like that's what I think a, a, a housewife husband should be like. I think he is he is mature in his age and he's seen a lot. And he's like, listen, if you want fair, you can go to a carnival. Um, and so we keep seeing this blossoming relationship <laughs> I can't between stand you and that line. I love I'm ready it. for him to hurry up and say that line so it can be behind. We you. had a, a, a unit meeting the other week, and uh they were saying there are some new procedures coming down and a lot of my coworkers were saying like, how can we do this uh, and do what we are still expected? And I definitely came off a of mute and I was like. Uh, they were like, we know where you got that from. Yeah, it, it was blank, blank on the screen. My supervisor was like, all right, now moving on. But I can say I do love this budding relationship of Mia and Robin. It seems like Mia has seen an opening. Like, okay, Robin and Candace, y'all on the outs. Let me slide on in to kind of sort of secure my position. Uh, We also get to see Wendy and Happy Eddie on a date. And this is a part of some of my news that I've seen on the the Insta and the TikTok that I sent to you. Uh, It looks like Happy Eddie's marijuana strain line is actually doing pretty well. Um, It is an up and running business. And uh, we get to see that highlighted on the show where so, Wendy is- 
Yeah, I'd like to point out that I was the one who told you about the Happy Eddie in the weeds. Remember, re, um, if you give us a little rewind to a couple episodes ago, we were talking about Happy Eddie shirts. And I love, love, love that Happy Eddie has gotten into the weed business, um, you know, for years and for decades. Um, it was black men who were being punished oh. for being in the drug business. Mm-hmm. And I love, again, us reclaiming reclaiming our our time like we uh you know maxine waters reclaiming our time reclaiming the things that we used to get in trouble for now that they're legalized we should have a seat at the table so absolutely i do not partake in the tweeds or the thcs or Um, anything else like that but you know i'm glad he turns you know lemons into lemonade something that he's being teased about and made it into a business yeah uh again yeah you did bring that up on the podcast. However, I actually sent you actual footage of uh, a tasting that they were having. And yeah, you're right. Uh, Our criminal justice system has for years put black and brown people behind bars for marijuana, even life. You know that three strikes you're out, the war on drugs. Drugs. You were little, huh? You were, because I wasn't even born then. Uh, That was, that was four generations behind me. So I wasn't even born then. Uh, But yeah, I, I love it. I love the name of it. I, again, you know, may not be the biggest fan of Wendy at times, but I'm mad at Happy Eddie. I think that it's great. And I love the fact that they're highlighting it on the show. Eddie says that since uh, marijuana became recreational in DC, only 2% of the owners of these, the weed businesses in DC are black. And so like, I think yeah. it was Maryland. So I think I definitely Maryland. think their business is in Maryland because they were saying that it just got legalized. But I mean, we uh, in Chicago, they, there's the same issue where now that it's legalized, the people who are making money from it are the people who are not systematically disenfranchised mm, right. when it was illegal. Okay, now this I have this quick little detour. How many of the White Housewives do you think smoke weed? Or partaking gummies, or in you know. this and this franchise. Yes. So yes. I definitely think it's Candace. I definitely think Wendy. I definitely think Karen. At times, I definitely want to say Ashley. Yeah. Uh, I want to say Robin probably will wine on a Saturday, and I want to say maybe Giselle, but not often. So I want to say almost yeah. all of them except oh. the Dom. Oh, I think the Dom does. The Dom, we've seen the Dom. Uh, there is a season well, she where said she doesn't. She says she doesn't. I think, but well, she also what do you doesn't think? drink. Nessa does. She also the, the Grand Dom also doesn't drink. That's a sensitive subject. So you know, uh, I don't want to say nothing to the you know. I ain't nobody trying to push nobody off the wagon. Her, her, and her, her and wagons. You know, so hopefully. She's doing whatever she says she's going to do as far as drinking right now. So I want to say all like, you know, again, I think like marijuana is taboo, right? I think um, rec- I don't listen recreationally used. I don't think nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with a little edible when you and the privacy of your own home. Listen, it, it could. OK, do what you do. I just well, first of all, my job don't do that. And correct. never, ever, ever. I tried it maybe like once or twice and I was like, ooh, don't get it. So. Yeah, yeah. I, um, but you I, know, kudos again. Really, what's up is kudos to Eddie and for taking back his time, taking back his power. No, you won't take my power, my power. 
my power. Hey, okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, and so, yeah, and Wendy is talking about the frustrations of, you know, getting her show off the ground. But honestly, it's like, Wendy, at this point, girl, just, it, Eddie, just girl. focus on Happy Eddie because it seemed like, you know, this yeah. is your third season or something. This is the first time Eddie has brought something to the light of Eddie. the housewife. Yeah. And it seems like he's got logos, he's got merch, he got a shop. Like, look, he said some slogan, I cannot remember it, but something like uh, choose happy or something like that, um, or something like that. But when he said, it, I was like, oh, that's a cute slogan, it has two H's in it, but I can't remember what it is, so clearly it wasn't so cute. We? Um, look, I might Google it while we're talking, but we are here um, for it. Uh, um, when she talks about her tech, um, talk show i was like let's talk about the weed again <laughs> right yeah let's be more than an investor be the face of the company wendy because like yeah i uh I, I like you with happy eddie also uh karen again with her husband the black uh bill, bill gates. gates thank you she's talking about her five percent blockage and how she wants to get ahead of it uh and that she wants a trainer i thought it was very interesting uh the particular requirements that karen had for a trainer had to be male had to be good looking uh for me i'm like are we just and it for me it was um wait what's karen husband name i don't know why i was about to say juan um uh, right you said who ray ray it was ray's hesitation to the requirements of her gym her, her workout trainer, because i was right? like why are you, you a, i'm sorry but why do you need a man well, I, I think i, I think men ray on this one why do you need a man anybody uh, who just have you i mean a woman with a nice body that can be hashtag goals why do you need a man so i went karen on this one though uh, it was just interesting to see Ray's hesitation. And also it made me think like, hmm, are we describe? It sounded like what she was describing in her trainer was blue, blue eyes. eyes meets Juan. That was just what I got. Uh, but hmm. NECA, we get to NECA. NECA has her new home. Uh, I was dying at Karen taking NECA around Potomac, being like Hollywood nails. There's a cute little thing. This is Potomac now. The key of the key mm -hmm. of the key is that apparently Karen was letting NECA know that her home necessarily isn't in Potomac, but North Potomac. So and they need to get the hell out of here. I'm sorry. So that was hilarious. And Shy Shy and Giselle both pointed out, mm, you own your home. And Karen does not. I thought the house was really nice. I really liked the floors. That's what I remember. The floors, yeah, very dark floors. I thought that was very cute. So um, do you remember the season when Karen changed rental properties and wasn't in Potomac anymore? Oh, yeah. They slammed her, honey. They drug her through the mud for not being in Potomac proper. proper. Um, so that's very funny. It's, it's interesting because um bethesda is right there and i've heard actually when i was living in the area more about bethesda but i think potomac is right next to it and it's more of um you know like i guess spacey or something but when you know. your condo when you were pregnant uh with your first child was that, that was silver in springs that was silver springs okay because yeah. i knew it was like right by potomac or the potomac River. Yeah, it was, was right by it was more towards bethesda area but anyway i did look it up um and Girl, Potomac is Potomac. Stop hating. Stop hating. And Potomac is so small, but that's the grand dame, grand doming. 
Yeah. And I thought that was interesting. Also, we get this invite. Uh, Karen allegedly puts names in a fishbowl and is picking them out, although she says she only puts the names that she really wants. And essentially, the only name that really wasn't in that fishbowl was Shasha. Okay, Shasha knew that. And her original invite was to Kansas, Wendy, Ashley, and Giselle. Uh, Wendy, Candace, and Ashley all said, hey, we're in. Giselle said, hey, Karen, love you, boo, but I declined this invite. Then we get but a flash. But it was a, a very prompt decline, too. A you know, yeah. So I, Ash, uh, I Giselle is standing her ground. She ain't messing with Candace like that. She not trying to go on these little trips where it ain't nobody there. And again, I'm not mad at Giselle. Giselle, Two episodes ago, for Karen's triple 20, said to Karen in her hotel room when she was giving her her birthday gift that came from the market pantry of the hotel, uh, she said to her, like, I'm not messing with her. This ain't kind of like something where we going back and forth. I'm done. Wild Giselle. The door is closed. It's closed. Uh, while Giselle was at NECA's house the day before the trip, Karen uh, re-invites everybody and says, hey, ladies, I've upped my insurance policy. I'd like to invite everybody to come. Baby, it was Mia and Robin for me. Mia said, it's the original message ah, for me. She's like, I don't do secondary invite. Robin said, hey, Karen, thank you for the extremely last minute invite. However, I will not be attending. <laughs> Karen wrote back, cool, Robin. Um, and so Giselle will not be attending. And so now NECA is in on the trip. We arrive to the Karen's house to kick it all off. And it's just yeah. like, obviously there's tension between NECA and Wendy. And it's like, even just seeing... Here's my thing, right? And again, I don't want to hate on Wendy, right? Like, I like I, I be liking Wendy, and I be wanting to like Wendy, but it's like, it's this new Wendy that, and again, even after when, Wendy got her body done, I still like that Wendy, even when she was coming for my girls. It's just like these last two seasons of Wendy, it's like, I don't know. It's like, it's 250-50 because you're giving NECA too much, right? Like, if you don't like NECA, don't like her. When she come up, hey, girl, how you doing? And keep it moving. I just feel like Wendy just gives so much of... Mm -hmm. She's so dramatic that it is creating... I mean, that's what it is. She's dramatic. She's dramatic over the thing. And if she just kept it moving and kept it neutral, there would be no story. So that's the thing. Every time somebody says, NECA, you giving them... You know, two acts, a whole fucking play. You know, two acts and an intermission. Stop giving them all that. Yeah, you know? that's that's my one advice for Wendy. It's like, hey, I'm not mad that you don't like NECA, but like, let your shade be in. You don't allow let it be her. Shady. Your shade is, is front and center. Yeah, your shade is too much. It gives bother, and so it's like maybe in the moment. It hits with NECA, but as the viewers, to me, it's like, girl, you're bothered. So they're in this sprinter on their way to Surrey County. NECA invites all of the ladies to her home. Warm. Go so ahead. Just one. I just want to go back. Wendy is always bothered. Let me just say that. So this, I thought this was very interesting because they talk about, uh, you know, uh, Ashley brings up GNA. She does. And, you know, and Wendy throws the shade. Have you seen what they wear? <laughs> right. And, and love it. Ashley says, you know what? If somebody is saying all that, they're bothered. You know, if they're laughing, and then cue, boom. What? Wendy, of course, laughing. Because <laughs> my thing is, Wendy will... 
<laughs> Where the right. candle at, girl? Right. Girl, like... Right. Laugh at your candle, boo. You know, to light your your Zen Win joint from your 16 wick candle. You know, so that is the thing. Ashton broke it down and Shady Bravo provided the receipts, okay, with they her did. laughing and carrying on. So uh, that was interesting. Then uh, NECA invites the ladies to a house blessing or house warming. And essentially, again, here go Ashley. Stir, 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 stir in the pot. Stir, 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 stir in the pot. She's going to stir, stir, stir. Ashley's like, that was nice. She invited you to her home. And here's Wendy. Hmm. Ah, yeah. No. no, Wendy is like, to be or not to be. She's starting another play. It's Shakespeare now. Okay, that's where we at. Again. So, so it, she needs to just keep it moving and be like, thank you. You know what she should have said? Thank you for the invite. Right. Next, it's interesting. So she gives her all of that. Then she announces Eddie's having a happy Eddie event. And like, you know, she wants all the ladies to come. And then I, I don't know if it's Ashley or somebody then asks, well, like, well, who are you inviting? Then she's like, well, it's Eddie's event. So if it's Eddie's event, why are you bringing it up? Right. So again, you're doing too much, boo. You're doing too much. So yeah, she tries to throw it back on Eddie. Um, so it's like- But it was he, the shade though. It was the it shade was. in the, well, Eddie's going to reach out to the husbands. And so, and he reaching out to the husbands, then- <laughs> He ain't reaching out that. Who, who are you, who is he reaching? Who, he going to reach out to Jamal Bryan? <laughs> like- See, that was the shade. Like, that was, like, that. Wendy does that marriage shade that some people don't catch. Uh, like, so it's very clear. Like, oh, okay, so Giselle's not coming. Got it. That is, you know what? I didn't think about that. But I guess who's Ashley's going to, you know, also. So maybe it was shade on Ashley. Um, I didn't even catch that. Now it's even funnier. And, again, she's doing the most. Like, and, and that's the other thing, Wendy, why you ain't got no su support in your talk show is because, you got to be nice if you want people to be nice to you. Like Giselle and Ashley have had it out, but they're going to come together over their crotch sweat and get and this one going. Here's the thing, right? This is what I thought about with Wendy's talk show, right? What do you think would garner more views? Wendy having Candace on as a guest or Wendy having Giselle on as a guest? Definitely having Giselle on. Because of their history, because of their, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, we can be frenemies, but we also can work to get, like, uh, yeah. So it's like. That's like, the whole point. Like, yes, this is a show about friendships and there's supposed to be tensions, but it's not supposed to tear down your life. It's supposed to be helpful. You know, it's, yeah. So that's, I, that's the thing I think that she's forgetting. Like, it's the whole thing, like, with Candace, even though she wasn't getting along with everybody, they was all in the video, you mm. know? So, mm. and it helped her out you know i mean you guys are housewives and you're trying to really capitalize on this moment and this opportunity so don't forget don't forget honey right so yeah hopefully all could be remedy then we get to karen's grandmother's house her family is there her mom's sister's there her dad's sister is there her nephews uh they bless the house it is just really interesting when, like when they walk in the house karen is like my grandmother used to like press my hair on this front porch like just really made me think of like how the magnitude of what Karen is doing, although it's kind of like silly for the show, but it really is major that she has purchased land from her family that was given to them by the, I don't even know how they came about it. Like, or they bought it after they were freed from slavery. This is the story I understand that they bought it. They were sharecroppers. And, you know, I, so my family came from sharecroppers. So basically they put in contract 
um, to basically farm the same land that they were enslaved upon. Mm. Um, and then, you know, they buy the land, they work up, they save, they probably got a bad deal because they were black and they were still discriminated against. And now they are turning that land into an economic engine. And so this really resonates with me because my father's family, you know, they just share cropping and he's always trying to give me some little piece of land in Georgia. And I'm like, I want this little parcel. And, but it means a lot to him because it's the land that his family bought. And it, you know, it was hard to buy stuff. You know, it was almost impossible. So there's a lot of literally blood, sweat and tears in mm. that soil. Yeah. And so I think we really get to see the magnitude of that when Karen, uh, her aunt, Val shows us like the family photos and they pray over the house and you know Karen is going to make this a commercial property and so we're really excited she has the girls gardening around the tree they uh, hoeing they clearing out for the trees and stuff like that I love that because literally again it's more effort more African-American female effort that's going into this to become an engine of prosperity so I'm loving it they, you know, have a little. I don't think anything really got cleared from the tree, but you know, it was a, it was a moment they had on their matching outfit. They looking like the minions, okay. you know, like Karen the, with her, Ch her Chanel uh, sneakers on. I said, okay, uh, okay, the grand dame, we see you. Uh, and yeah, I just even for me, I even took it a step further, like um, again with the sharecropping and here is Karen working on that same field, that same yard that her heritage was enslaved on. Uh, I just, I felt that. And so after that, they go to lunch at Aunt Val's house that lives right around the driveway. And then we get into the NECA and Wendy face-off, which of course Bravo saves for the last 32 seconds. And mm. again, I, it's like, because I am petty, right? And like, you know, I'm working on, I'm on a road to a better price. And it's like, there are some points that I really want to be behind Wendy on, right? Like, Wendy's like, you've talked about my mother. You've called me a B. Like, I'm not what you think, what you think all of this is. And then it's like, then it's like, girl, you got to admit, NECA gave it to you. NECA's like, well, one, I just told the truth. Two, you cussed at me first. Like, you know, like, so you think that you could cuss at me, even though in the clip, NECA does use cuss words first. Then Wendy used cuss words. Then NECA come back with the B. But like, Wendy's, NECA's like, you use cuss words with me. Uh, and NECA's like, regardless of all of that, like, let's just coexist. And then here go Wendy, which has always been classic Wendy's line. Like, I'm not giving somebody that is beneath me. You know, back in Wendy's first seasons, I've got three degrees. Like, you know, Wendy always kind of likes to belittle these four degrees. Okay. She likes to belittle these people. And it's just like, you, I, I want to say, I want to see what you're doing, Wendy, but I just feel like you go. Sounds about like you're giving them a lot of attention. So I'm going to jump in and say, like, um, your, your lips are saying one thing, but your actions, like I said, it, you say, I'm not bothered. I'm not pressed. I'm booked and busy. Your candles ain't came out. Um, you are really giving, you know, Oscar type performances, you know, you're giving a bad Meryl Streep. Every time the girl name come up, you smell farts in the air. Every time somebody says necker, you're like, you're not even, the, you're not even my fart. Right. So like it, you bother girl, you're very bothered. Um, and like I said, she keeps giving oxygen. I think her and Candace both do that. 
They give oxygen to issues that they shouldn't. So, girl, just let it go. Hi, Mecca. How are you? Right. That's what she need to do. Come on. So, like, but I do feel like this lunch, even though it was left kind of on a cliffhanger, for me, I do see a path forward, right? I do feel like there could be, we can get to that point where Wendy could be like, hey, how you doing? And move on. Uh, because again, I feel like NECA is doing her part and just simply showing up and having the conversations and willing Look, to like. NECA is going nowhere. NECA, guess what? NECA was there, even though it was an extremely late invitation, <laughs> secondary invitation. Where's NECA? Hello, she's in Surrey County. Hello, she's serving. Look, hello, she, her, I, I can't find his badge. Hello, I have a house in Potomac and I own it. So, um, I'm just saying, Wendy, you girl, you got to get over it and get some new storylines um, because NECA is not going anywhere. Well, I mean, we'll see at the end of the season, you know, what happens uh, with uh, the new season of the girls. But again, I just feel like there are other ways that you could, like, I almost, dare I cite Ashley and Candace. We know that they will go at it, but they can. They sit next to each other in the car. That's right. What. They could talk, you know. Uh, so, yeah, I just feel like I want to be on. Wendy's side, because again, I feel like somebody talking about my mom, somebody coming at me like, oh, for sure, you going to get shade for me. But I just want you to like, give it better, like give it in different ways than just the obvious, because the obvious it to the viewer, it doesn't resonate as well. It, is, so it is not resonating. What you're giving is not, it's not what you're, the ball you're catching. People are dying. They're like, oh, no, we don't like it. So you just you, you got to switch it up. And like I said, I would love for Wendy to win. Like, I don't really like Candace, but she's enjoyable on the show, you know? So I'm hoping she can get there. Um, so they tee it up. It sounds like we are going to get the other end of the fight in the next episode. And it also seems like, guess who's back? Back again, Chris Bassett. It seems and like... It that that what they teased that that and I'm wondering if that's the Happy Eddie event could be the Happy Eddie event we don't know but yes. it's given I haven't speak to these people I haven't seen these people I'm willing to speak and then it's like you see that Chris's face and then you see Chris. Giselle walk in who I uh I do want to see how like that mad big mad I don't want I don't like him being mad I want him to be nice because he seems like a very nice and friendly guy he does so I want I, him and, to get over it and but. My thing is, like, I understand his frustration, right? Like, the accusations that you hurled at me have real-life ramifications. Just hear me out. Uh, however, I do feel like your story and her story line up. She's never said that you've done anything. She just said you made her feel uncomfortable. Like, it's how y'all are harping on it that really adds these negative connotations. And so it's like, if you were to just be like, listen, Candace, it's done with. Hey, Giselle, what's up? How you doing? Keep it moving. Like, we would keep it moving. Yes. And that's exactly my point. Stop. Stop. Leave it alone. It's not a thing. You're making it a thing. So I want, and also, I want him to have joy in his life. Right. Like, don't, I mean, I'm sure you got a lot of things going on that are positive, And we want to hear about that. Because I I think they just like you dwelling on the negative situations for a little bit too long. So keep it moving. Um, that it would be my advice to him. And I hope he does. Like, I know you looking salty. Salty stuff happen all the time. I'm sure you have a job and people salty to you at that job. And guess what? You still got to come in and smile. Hello. So there you go. Listen, 
I agree. So we will be back next week giving you all of that breakdown of Potomac episode 12. But this has been your Purple Pants podcast. Real yes. Housewives of Potomac season 8 episode 11T. We'll be back next week. Bye. Have a great week, everybody. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. Ooh. It's the Purple Pants podcast. You better listen in public. Might make your stomach hurt. Ooh. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind. You better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack. You better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants.